nothing. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Great. Welcome. I'm Dima. Um, nice to see you all. So today, Richard gave me this um, topic, what are we carrying? Um, so we're going to look at that a bit today. It's a bit too big of a topic just to unpack all in one day, I'm afraid. So I'm just going to give you a little teaser and um, go away and think about it afterwards if you want to. So we're going to look at traveling light. What does that look like? What does it look like to let go of what hinders and to carry the goodness of God out to the world around us? So um, when I started thinking about this topic, my first initial reaction was, I wonder what our capacity is as humans really to carry stuff so what would for example who is the world's strongest man and what is his capacity what has he carried so the world's strongest man I'm going to introduce you to him right now is Eddie Hall he's from Staffordshire so anyone here who's British would be incredibly very proud so um, he is a he managed to um, deadlift which is those big weight things the world record at the moment is 500 kilograms, which is half a ton, which is the equivalent of a Citroen Berlingo. Um, would you like to see his world record attempt? Let's roll it. He's okay. He's okay. Well done. <laughs> Phew. I was a bit worried then. He collapsed at the end. Um, so as humans, we've obviously got the capacity to carry a lot. We've got the capacity to train, to build up our strength and our muscles. That's true emotionally, spiritually. That's true physically. But we're not designed to carry that weight with us around. He could hold that for like three or four seconds and he, it literally crushed him. He isn't designed to carry that kind of weight through life with him. So we're going to be looking at a bit about that today. Uh, we're going to be dotting around the Bible a little bit as well. So we're not going to just focus on one passage. So um, some of it will be on the screen. You can follow along in your own Bibles if you want to. We're going to start with Hebrews 12, um, verse 1 to 3. And it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So the Bible's saying that we've got a race. It's not a competition, though. So you're not competing against other people. But your, your life is like a journey, and it's marked out by God. And what we carry on that journey um, is what we're looking at today. And the Bible is saying we are to throw off things that hinder and sin that entangles. We're fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, 
scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So this verse is saying, use Jesus as your example. And we're going to look at Jesus a bit later. But just keep that in mind. So we're going to do a little practical illustration today. I've got my handy suitcase here. And in this suitcase, this represents things that some of us might carry through life. Some of it might relate to you, some of it might not. Um, You might have other things in your suitcase. But suitcases can get quite heavy, especially this one. So we bought this one. Um, quite a few years ago. We can no longer take it on holiday because of the weight restrictions. So this is about the only time it's going to come out. But it's quite a nice big one. Um, Tom has also agreed to come and help me. So can we give Tom a big round of applause? So Tom is going to represent your average Joe Christian traveling through life. Um, (laughs) Thanks for helping, Tom. So some of the stuff in the suitcase... um, Tom has, well, he's already got his coat on because sometimes um, he might feel shame. So that was like a a big coat covering up himself. And he's also got his school books in this bag here. Tom is a teacher. And so he'd carry around um, some things that are responsibilities, which... um, which might weigh him down in life. He might have a shield if he wants to protect himself. He might have a cuddly toy because sometimes we feel a bit sad and we might need to comfort ourselves with something. So there's, um, there could be a lack, of, <laughs> a lack of hope in our lives or disappointment and kind of leaves that space, that hole that sometimes we need things to comfort us. What else have we got? A mask. So some people, unfortunately, have told Tom that he's um, not good enough or not funny enough or not this or not that enough. Sometimes if Tom's feeling a bit sad inside, but he knows that other people expect something of him, he might have to project this outward image, even though he doesn't really feel like it. We have, oh, the frying pan of fear. (laughs) So this is, if he's scared of something, he's ready to attack. I've been watching too much Tom and Jerry, obviously. Um, So that's what that is. What else have we got? Um... Do you want to come over here, Tom? Oh, I'm going to take a couple of those. I can't do this without my hands. It's a bit tricky. So these um, bungees that Tom's got represents, do you remember we just read in Hebrews, the sin that entangles. Sometimes um, sin can trip us up and it can get in the way. So that's those, and oh, I, can't, I can't do this without hands, sorry. You'll just have to see. There's a big rock in there. <laughs> Sometimes we carry big unnecessary weights around with us, and that would represent things like unforgiveness or, um, or shame. It could represent fear or anxiety, but some things weigh really, really heavy. So we're going to zip that up. Um, the other thing Tom has, do you want to bring Josh? I'm sorry, I'm really I'm a bit restricted without my hands. Bad day for the mic to go. Anyway, um, Tom also has a family. So he's got other responsibilities that he has to carry around with him. Um, this is Josh. This is Josh's first debut performance. Um, he <laughs> seems to be taking it quite well. 
Um, oh, I forgot. I forgot the weight. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, also in there, there was a big weight, which was debt as well. Anyway, you, you've missed that illustration. But anyway. So Tom has to now carry all this stuff through life with him. This is Tom walking through life. And he's doing really well. He's quite well, well burdened, but he's doing all right. Okay, do you want to come back? <laughs> Thank you, brilliant. So, so if you just want to have a quick look at Tom, this is a picture of how some of us, even as Christians, we will carry stuff through um, life because we feel obligated to carry all of this stuff. And um, if you, I want you to imagine yourself now as an outsider, not a Christian, looking at Tom, the Christian, and think, well, is that actually the kind of, um, what does it mean to be a Christian? Does it actually mean that I have to be burdened and weighed down by responsibilities and um, all the stuff, the weight and the heavy stuff that we've got to carry? The answer is no, because, um, because Jesus died for us to um, put down some of this stuff. So we're just going to go through and help Tom put down some stuff now. So firstly, Josh, who's been a star, um, he can go to his granny. Thank you. And the school books. So the first two things Tom's putting down are his responsibilities. And God wants us to take our responsibilities very seriously. Um, so I'm not saying not to have any, because obviously we, God gives us responsibilities and he gives us things to do. But he doesn't want us to carry them in, this, in a sense of a weight that's, that's weighing us down. Um, in the Bible, Jesus says that, um, take my yoke upon you, for my, um, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And Jesus, that picture of the yoke is a sharing between Jesus and you. There's also a picture of the good shepherd in the Bible, where the shepherd cares for the sheep. And he's watching over the sheep. So if you imagine Tom is one of his sheep, but he also watches over the sheep's children and the sheep's watching over the sheep's children but God's watching over everyone and God also gives us other people to help us so we take it in turns to carry things um, and that's how our responsibilities work um, what else are you carrying Tom so you've got this oh the sin sin that entangles so sin's really easy to get rid of you just say sorry um, ask for forgiveness and move on so that's nice and easy Let's pop that back in the case. Um, anything else? Well, he was carrying a weight of debt, but that's not there. So um, we're taking that off as well, <laughs> putting it in. If you, if you feel really weighed down by debt, then I want you to, to know that you can ask for help. Ask God for help. Ask people for help. Um, there's a really good charity in Worcester that I think it's called Two Pennies, but they might have changed their names. I'm not sure. They um, really help people to try and get out of debt and make a plan. Um, anything else? Shame. Shame, really easy to get rid of as well. Just see yourself as God sees you. And don't be afraid to let other people see you as God's made you to be. Great. So how are you feeling now, Tom? I say it's much lighter and it's much easier to breathe. And now I'm not feeling really hot and sweaty. Yay. Hooray. That's brilliant. Okay. 
Great. Now, before we get rid of the suitcase, I just want to pause for a minute and give you an opportunity to ask God for yourselves, what do you need to put into the suitcase? Because the suitcase is going to disappear in a minute. And it's going to go with all our heavy stuff in it. So I, wanna, I want you to ask God, what have I been carrying around that I don't need to carry? What can I put in the suitcase this morning? So just ask him for one thing. It doesn't matter if um, you, haven't, you can't think of anything, it's absolutely fine. I'm going to give you some ideas in a minute. But um, let's get rid of the suitcase now. So God gave me a picture a few weeks ago of a conveyor belt. I don't know if that can come up on the screen, please. Alex, just wait there a minute. Um, and yes, the conveyor belt. And God gave me a picture of me arriving at an airport with a conveyor belt. And I had my hand luggage and the big luggage was going round on the conveyor belt. And... God just said to me in the picture, just let it go. You don't need to pick it up. Don't take it with you. Just let it go. So we're going to do that little thing now where I can't afford a conveyor belt, I'm afraid, today, but I've got my husband. So he's going to take the luggage as if it's on the conveyor belt. And I just want you to watch it as it goes and, um, and just say goodbye to the thing that you've put in the suitcase. And just give it to God and let it go. And for some people, when I, when I did this myself, I felt quite like it was really difficult to let the thing go. And for some people, it's like a part of you has gone in the suitcase and like you're a part of your ID, your identity, the thing that you've been holding on to. Some people can even like um, formulate, I mean, we all can, I mean, I can as well, formulate an ID around that thing. Like um, it could be a victim ID, like this bad thing always happens to me. I'm always the one that this happens to. And... Um, that kind of when to let go actually takes a lot of courage sometimes of, of the stuff that we shouldn't be carrying so it's not necessarily an easy thing it's not necessarily something you can just do here and now that's absolutely fine but I'm just going to encourage you to let go of stuff and try not to carry it around with you um, God wants us to travel light as I said, we were going to talk about Jesus. Jesus traveled light, and he came into the world with nothing, and he left the world with nothing, and he carried virtually nothing around with him. So in the Bible, it says that he had nowhere to lay his head. He, had, he didn't have a home. He didn't have an income. He didn't, um, he didn't really have anything at all. And yet, he traveled light. He traveled free. He, was, he always um, not only was provided for, but he was able to provide for others. He's our example in this. Um, it, before we said, um, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, which means even when he was on the cross, even when the worst thing in the world was happening to him, he refused to carry shame, but he still carried joy. He still carried peace and forgiveness and love. And you can see that with the way that he communicated with people while he was on the cross. He was still able to carry these amazing things, even though these bad things were happening to him. Um, and I just going to, before we move on, I just want to um, cover some objections that some people might have. So some people might say, yeah, but I've, I've done things like this before. I've got rid of stuff before and it just keeps coming back. Um, so you might have put stuff in your virtual suitcase before, got rid of it. Um, and then 
five minutes later, you're there again, either with that fear that you're struggling with or the sin that you're struggling with or whatever it is. And what I want to say to you is that the fact that you've managed to get rid of it is brilliant. And that means that you know what to do and you know how to. And it's okay to keep doing it. And don't focus on the fact it keeps coming back. Just keep focusing on the fact that you know how to get free. How to stay free is another matter. But that's sometimes that is just a repeat process. Oh dear, I've picked it up again. Put it back in the suitcase, get rid of it again. And just keep going over and over. And eventually, for some people it will just go eventually. And for some people it's just a process we'll just have to keep doing. We keep putting it in the suitcase. We keep getting rid of it. Um, God wants us to travel light. For some people... You might say, well, it's, it's all right for you. You don't struggle with the things I struggle with. And almost there's an exception to the rule for you because you're carrying something particularly heavy. And um, with an enormous amount of grace, <laughs> I just want to say, that doesn't say that in the Bible. I can't find anywhere in the Bible where it says that there's an exception to this, that God wants us to, to carry heavy stuff around with us. I don't struggle with the same things you struggle with, but you don't struggle with the same things I struggle with either. And let's not devalue what each other ca are carrying in terms of the things that we're struggling with, but let's all have grace for each other and let's all help each other um, when we do pick things up to be gracious enough to say, oh, come on, you don't need to be carrying that. That's okay. Let's, let me help you put it down. Um, that's the other thing with Tom now, that he is free to help others now. He's not before, when he was carrying that big weight, he wouldn't have been able to think about anything else or anyone else probably wouldn't be able to hold a conversation. Um, he's just focused on trying not to drop everything. <laughs> just completely consumed with what's going on. Whereas now, he's got his hands free. He's able to go and help Josh if he wants to. He can go and pick up Josh and play with him. He can go and pick up his school work. He can travel around really freely now, which is brilliant. Okay. And the last thing is, when we watch things go, we can sometimes have this empty feeling inside of us. And God always wants to replace it with something good. So we're going to ask God, what do you want to give me in exchange? So again, just a few minutes quiet, and then I'm going to unpack that in a minute. So I want you to just be quiet before God and just ask him. Just say, thank you for removing that thing. What will you give me in exchange this morning? So some people might have had a picture or a word from God, which is brilliant. He always wants to give. He's a giver. He's very generous. So um, we're just going to look at what Tom's left with now. So Tom, do you want to come over to the table? This is like the security table at the airport. So we're going to see what Tom's got in his pockets. So um, what have you got left, Tom? Your passport. Great. So if we're traveling light, God does, doesn't take away everything. He equips us and he gives us stuff. So Tom's got his passport. So this passport would represent his ID. So this is who he belongs to. This tells you that he is a citizen, in this case, the United Kingdom. But in our illustration, citizen of heaven, he belongs to God. He's a child of God. If you open it up, there'll be a picture in there, I'm sure, somewhere, um, which shows us exactly who he is, that he's known 
that he's loved, that it gives him access. So when he's traveling, um, when he's traveling through life, he's got that protection. He's got the full weight of the state behind him. Um, so this is about how God sees you and how you see you. What else have you got? Your wallet. Brilliant. So the wallet represents, <laughs> got his credit card. It represents God's provision. So God has got endless provision for you. Um, I think Martin is not here today, but he was talking to me about this thing that Graham Cook said. He said, wouldn't it be great if um, we could try and bankrupt the stores of heaven? And we just can't because there's so much. There's so much God's got for us. He's got stuff for us materially and physically. He's got um, spiritual provision. He's got loads and loads that we can access in terms of healing and grace and mercy and things that we can give away to other people, um, food if we need it, money, all of that kind of stuff. So that represents his provision. What else do you need when you're traveling? Your phone. So you always want to be connected, don't you? So we're being connected to God. We can dial up and ask for help anytime. We can be connected to other people. We've always got other people we can ask for help if we need advice or even if we just need company, we need somebody to talk to. Um, so that's it. That's our essentials. And what have you got on your back, Tom? <laughs> got a change of clothes. Got a change of clothes in there. And I've got a wash bag. And a little wash bag. Great. So the wash bag represents the fact that um, sometimes when we're going through life, we will need a change of clothes and we need a wash. That's because sometimes we will be picking up things that we get exposed to, or we might end up being sweaty, which is all the, the bad stuff coming out. Um, we don't want to carry that around with us. We just want to wash and we want to freshen up. But that doesn't change who Tom is. That doesn't change the fact he's still a child of God. He's still got his phone and his wallet and his um, passport to prove who he is and who he belongs to. So in spiritual terms that doesn't change the fact that we are children of God we are um, saved we are um, completely his but sometimes we do pick things up that we need to wash from and I just wanted to kind of illustrate that it's not necessarily a big deal that you don't have to kind of be under this big um, big illusion that just because I've picked stuff up and I'm a bit dirty that that means I'm not a Christian anymore, because that's not true. It just means that you need a little freshening up, and then you're good to go again smelling sweet. All right, thank you very much, Tom. Can we give Tom a big round of applause, please? Great. So just a couple more points, and then we'll finish. There's two more things that, I, um, that Tom didn't have in his backpack that I wanted to give Tom. And so it's an illustration of two things that I felt that, um, that are pictures to help us to remember what we are carrying. So we've let go of stuff, that's fine. That's good to keep doing that and keep processing with God and keep removing stuff that we don't need to carry. But what are the things that he does want us to carry? What are the things that we're carrying? So the first thing that I want to give Tom is this lovely bottle of Adidas Udder Toilette, which is, which is his fragrance. So, that, so one of the things that we carry is a fragrance. 
at Catalyst this year, um, one of the ladies said that every contact we have leaves a trace. And I think that really resonated with a lot of people. And people remembered that phrase. Every contact leaves a trace. So that's true both ways. Every contact you make to other people, but also every contact other people make to you. In terms of fragrance, if you think about carrying a fragrance, you carry things that you're exposed to. So I was around a fire pit last night, and I started smelling of smoke. And it got in my hair, and in my clothes, and in my skin. And that's fine. If I wanted to carry the fragrance of smoke around with me, then that's where I, what I expose myself to. And if I want to carry the fragrance of heaven around with me, then I need to expose myself to God and his presence. If I want to carry peace, I need to expose myself to peace. What are we carrying? There's this lovely story that Bill Johnson tells about um, a friend of his who was at an airport with his wife. And they arrived at, they were going through to the lounge, I think. And um, he just said to his wife, I'll just wait there a minute. I've just got to go and see that man over there. So he leaves his wife, goes over and has this long chat with this man. They have a, a really long chat. I think they end up praying together and big hugs when they leave. And then goes back to see his wife. And his wife's like, who's that? He said, oh, I don't know. I just met him. And he said, well, what were you talking about? And he said, oh, when we passed him earlier while we were in the queue, um, I just noticed this fragrance on him. And it's a fragrance that I've only smelt once before. And it was when I was in the throne room of heaven. And I'm like, wow. Um, and he said, well, that man was carrying that fragrance. So I knew that he must have been an intercessor. So I just had to go and ask him. So he did. He went and asked him. And he really blessed the guy, obviously, to know that he was carrying a fragrance that he didn't know he was carrying. Um, but sometimes, obviously, that, those two in that picture could actually physically smell the fragrance of heaven, which is lovely. But normally, we don't smell it. But we do carry it still. And we are able to carry it and bring awareness of what heaven feels like to, to those around us. Um, so let's be people who expose ourselves more to what heaven is like. And let's be people who learn to carry that with us. That could just be spending time in God's presence. That could just be knowing what you carry. I've got another story that I'm going to throw in, which is I went into town the other week. I was feeling absolutely miserable. So if you could have a picture of me in that moment, if you could physically see what was around me, it would be this big, dark cloud. <laughs> I was just completely feeling sorry for myself. And like I didn't feel like I was carrying any kind of goodness whatsoever. I was just carrying misery. Um, but I w arrived in town, and as I got out of the car, I felt... God say to me, every time I go into town, I go to pray and to be a blessing. Well, I wasn't for this particular occasion, but I felt God remind me of that. He was also speaking to me previously about um, shoes. And in the Bible, I, I did a little Bible study on shoes. A lot of it is about carrying the gospel of peace. So the shoes um, in Ephesians is about the gospel of peace. And I think in the Psalms as well, it talks about how wonderful are the feet of those who bring good news. And that's about the gospel of peace as well. And God said, you're meant to be carrying the gospel of peace. And I said, I don't feel like I'm carrying anything good at all. So I just quickly prayed and repented. And again, I just want to illustrate this as how quick you don't have to spend ages wallowing as soon as you realize that you're doing something stop doing it and then um, start doing something else so I just quickly said I'm really sorry God for carrying all this stuff okay fine I'll, I'll go carrying the gospel of peace and 
about probably one or two minutes later, I walked past a lady who was just looking awful um, physically, emotionally. She just looked like she was in such turmoil. And I walked past her and I, I just, I literally turned around and walked back and I said, are you okay? Because you don't look very good. <laughs> I sat down and, and talked to her. I ended up spending about two hours with her, just praying for her, encouraging her. We um, prayed for healing. She physically looked different by the time I left. Um, she had so much pain when she was walking in her back that she couldn't walk a few paces without pain. We went for a very long walk together. The whole time I kept saying to her, just keep looking at Jesus, keep looking at Jesus. And every time she looked at Jesus, she had no pain. As soon as she started thinking about her pain, her pain returned. Um, so that was really amazing. And, um, and then we had some emotional breakthroughs as well, so we were able to pray. And after that encounter, what she said to me was, how come every Christian I've met, how come you're all so happy? <laughs> like, you should have seen me 30 seconds ago. I was miserable. But, but the point is, um, oh, I told her about Jesus, obviously. But the point is um, that, that we do carry some goodness. It doesn't necessarily matter how you feel or what you felt like five minutes ago. You, if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, if you know God, then you, you can carry his goodness and his peace, and it can make an amazing impact to the world around you. Um, so we've looked at Jesus and what he's carried. We're going to look at Paul now. So in Romans 15, um, Paul is one of, one of the big characters in the Bible. If you don't know your Bible very well, that's fine. Um, he went around encouraging churches a lot. So this is the book of Romans, which he wrote a letter to the Romans before he got there, saying, I really want to come to you. I really want to come and visit you. And in Romans 15, he says, I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessings of Christ. So Paul know, knew what he carried. He knew that he would be able to come with the full measures of the blessings of Christ. Paul was somebody who was attacked on every side. He was beaten up, put in prison, um, shipwrecked. The Jews didn't like him. The, the Gentiles didn't like him. He was basically op opposed on every possible side. And, but, but when he went, he went carrying good news. And he went following, sorry, carrying the full measure of the blessings of Christ. He also Sometimes what we can carry, sometimes what we can put in our suitcase, we can carry stuff, can't we? Just random stuff just in case we need it. And Paul said even when he travels through life, he leaves all of that behind. He said that he comes to people knowing nothing but the cross and Jesus crucified. So he won't even take any of his... He was a very clever man and he studied a lot and he knew a lot of facts and figures. But he, he said, I'll even lay all of that aside and I'm just coming to you with Jesus and the cross the cross has power in it to set people free. And that's what we're meant to carry through the world around us. So the first thing I gave Tom was a fragrance. So be aware of the fragrance and the smell that you're exuding in the, to the world around you. The second thing I'm going to give Tom is a cross. I just made a little one for you. <laughs> um, so God wants us to carry our cross. So Jesus said in Matthew 16, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Um, and I've stolen this bit, sorry, but I'm going to admit it, from Lisa Beverly. Um, so she, um, this cross here on, that you can see on the screen has got loads of words written on it. 
And basically these words have come because Lisa took this verse and asked her Facebook followers, what does the cross represent to you? And so they started giving words like um, hope, freedom, Jesus, life, salvation, um, all these amazing things. And as Christians, I think we traditionally would read that verse to carry a cross. So we immediately think of the suffering. Oh, that means that I'm going to have to suffer. And yes, we do have suffering in life. But there was, if you remember the verse in Hebrews, that there was victory through that suffering. And there was hope through that suffering. And there was love and there was joy. And so if we're carrying the cross, we're also carrying that message. We're carrying the message that we're not meant to stay in our suffering. God hasn't given us a life of, um, of perpetual suffering, but he has given us a life of endurance through it, that we're meant to pass through it, we're meant to get to the other side. We're also meant to have hope through our suffering. So that when people, again, look at us um, in the world around, they'd be like, wow, you have been through some horrible stuff, but I am amazed at how you have walked through it. Tell me more about that. And people will want to know. They won't want to know if you were the first Tom, burdened and carried and heavy. They do want to know if you're the second Tom, light and free and able to respond to things and help things. Um, and then in 2 Corinthians, Paul says, For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light and the knowledge of the glory of God displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. And that verse, in that verse, Paul is saying we are like jars of clay. We're basically just um, nothing special. But Alex would disagree with me. He thinks we all are something special. But <laughs> I think, anyway, we, we don't look very special on the outside. But... We're ordinary people who are carrying something really extraordinary. And the point I wanted to make from that is you don't need to be anything special. You don't need to be this amazing super Christian that's got everything together. You can have stuff, you can have problems, you can have baggage, but you can also be free to let that go. And you can be working on it, and that's fine. But the important thing is the thing that you carry, the thing that's inside you. And the, this Bible passage is saying that there's a light that shines inside you and there's a treasure inside you and that we're to carry that and we're to let that shine. And the important thing is that you're carrying Jesus to the world around you. So this is something, you know, that our, our world is desperately crying out for, this kind of good news and this kind of hope. And this is something we can all carry and this is something that we can all be to the world around us. And Jesus really does, the Holy Spirit really does want your platforms and your spheres of influences, wherever you are, wherever you go. If your sphere of influence in this moment, for me, it's to you guys in this moment, but later on it will be to my neighbor, just one person. I will be in that moment able to carry something of Jesus and let Jesus reach out and touch that person. Wherever it is, wherever it goes, if it's um, as you're walking through a supermarket, 
that's your sphere of influence in that moment. If you're um, reading a children a bedtime story, that's your sphere of influence. God wants us to carry him into the communities around us and go unburdened. So I'm going to leave you there. I'll pray for you probably. It's a nice thing to do. Pray a blessing over you. Um, I've got these little cards which I've um, written out and I fragrance them because they've been exposed to a fragrance. If you don't like the fragrance, you can wait for it to fade and then put your own on. That's fine. Um, and on them, it's just got a reminder of what we talked about today. So it says to travel light, to let go of what hinders, to carry the fragrance of heaven and to carry the cross. And there's a picture of that cross with all the words on it. So I like the way that it, I didn't make it, but it's got hope really big on it. So as Hope Church, if we're not carrying hope, I think there's something a little bit wrong. But anyway, <laughs> let's keep carrying hope to the world around us. So I'm going to hand these out and then maybe pray for you. Can we just take some and pass them on? Can I just pass them? going to let Jim pray for us actually. Great. Thanks, Dima. Can we thank Dima? Uh, I realize that um, for some of us, it's, it, I, I'm trusting we've had some, some moments of revelation and breakthrough where we think, do you know what? I really can put this thing that I've been carrying down. And see it go down the around the escalator. Um, that, that I, I'm aware that there'll be some of us that are feel like we're carrying burdens, or, or we're carrying stuff that feels out of our control. Feels like I can't put that down because it's imposed upon me, or it's a burden. It's an external burden. Um, and I just want to encourage us that um, the reality in a community is that as a Christians. What Dima, what Dima isn't saying and what we're not saying is that we are immune to things that really weigh us down. We're not. There are circumstances and there are things in life that really weigh us down. What, what Jesus promises is that his yoke is easy and it's, it's how we respond to external burdens uh, that can make a difference to how weighted we feel. I just wanted to say that, and I want to pray. I want to pray for us all, but particularly for those of us that feel like, do you know what? I'm, I feel burdened, but I don't know how to change that because it's imposed upon me. It's something. It's external, um, you know. And I just want to pray for you for that. But pray for us all that actually we get to put stuff down and then pick up the stuff that Jesus has for us and share it with others. Let's pray. Yeah, Lord Jesus, we we love you. And we thank you that you're here with us. Thank you, Jesus, that you haven't left us alone. Uh, so I want to pray, particularly for those of us, uh, God, that are feeling burdened or weighted down by a circumstance that we feel we can't change. It's not our fault. I pray right now for grace, God, to respond well. God, to... Um, 
yeah, to, it, within that heaviness to know your lightness, to know your smile, to know your grace. Uh, God, I pray for those of us that today made a choice to put something down, whatever it might be, Father. I, I pray that you'd give us the grace to not pick it up again. In Jesus' name, I pray, Holy Spirit, would you take uh, this sermon from being just some words and visual things to be a lifestyle for us. God, that we would carry your fragrance. We would carry your peace. We would carry the things of God and share it with those around us. Pray for more stories like Dima's story of, of carrying peace to another lady. So I just pray you'd be with us in that, in Jesus' name.